Your thoughts are powerful. And I know that we've all heard the saying, you become what you think about. Ever since I was an adolescent to the time that I'm an adult, I've always been an introspective person. I've always been somebody who thinks deeply. But I've also suffered from this concept of overthinking, where I take time and I take time and I take time thinking about something that I know I need to do, but I just keep thinking it through and overanalyzing things. So in this episode, I want to share with you an article that I recently came across by Tony Robbins, where he shares with us seven strategies on how to stop overthinking everything and take decisive action. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Brand with Markeith Braden. So excited you're with me this week again for this brand new episode. I know over the past couple of weeks, I've been sharing Facebook Lives that I've been doing each and every Wednesday. But today, I wanted to come on and do a solo show all about overthinking. Are you someone like me who overthinks a lot? Are you someone like me, who kind of takes your time analyzing everything and sometimes you never get started. Well, today we're going to be reviewing an article that was written by Tony Robbins where he talks about how we can learn how to stop overthinking everything and take decisive action. It's so important for us to be able to take decisive action and not overthink everything everything because sometimes things come and they go quickly and it requires us to think on our feet, requires us to be decisive to take action so that we don't miss out on something that is something good for us, right? So overthinking can get in our ways sometimes and it can keep us from really realizing our best life. I know it was Jim Rohn some time ago I read a quote where he said or he talked about this idea or concept called the law of diminishing intent and basically what the law of diminishing intent says that the longer you take to do something the more likely you will not do it. And that's what overthinking does for us. So we're going to hop into this article right after this quick commercial break. And I'm sure that you will get something great out of today's episode. I want to invite you to schedule your brand maximization discovery session. Whether you're looking for more career or business opportunities, my discovery sessions will give you clarity around your gifts and a strategy to get to the next level. Personal branding is more important now than it has ever been. In today's economy, whether you're employed by a company or yourself, the competition is absolutely challenging. 
to be on the short list of people who come to mind when key opportunities arise, you have to stand out. And in order to do so and become top of mind for decision makers, you first must take control of your messaging and begin to articulate your value. In short, you must make a name for yourself. And I'm excited to show you how. So if you're interested in taking your personal brand to the next level and building a business around your expertise, skills, and abilities, I want to invite you to schedule your discovery session by going to markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash consultation. All right, let's hop into today's discussion on how to stop overthinking everything. Whatever you hold in your mind on a consistent basis is exactly what you will experience in life. Our mind is so powerful that it attracts the things that we either desire to have or we don't desire to have. How many of you remember the whole series on the law of attraction. For many years, many people either liked it or they didn't like it. But one of the things that I realized about that particular DVD series on the law of attraction was that many of those things that they were talking about in that movie actually were biblical. Many of those things were scripturally based. They just didn't give you scripture and verse. But yes, what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. What you think about, you bring about. And so sometimes overthinking really can get in our way. The only difference between people who realize their dreams and those who don't is that others who realize they dream, they have learned how to harness the power of their thoughts. Whereas those who don't necessarily realize the things that they want in life, they just haven't disciplined themselves to harness their thoughts. So in this episode, I want to just highlight some of the things that I read in this Tony Robbins article because they were some great tidbits that we could take to kind of help us begin the process of not overthinking so much. And I keep saying us because I'm including you with me, but please don't take it the wrong way. Let me say things that have helped me over the years. As I read some of these, I was very familiar with some of the things that he was sharing. What is overthinking? Well, Tony tells us that the classic definition for overthinking is to think about something too much or for too long. While it's human nature to think things through when making a decision or evaluating a situation, it becomes overthinking when you can't get out of your own head. And I thought to myself, that's almost like saying we can't get out of our own way because we can't get out of our own head. And so we are overthinking and that overthinking clouds our mindset. It clouds our vision, not our eyesight, but our vision. And then we can't move forward. And so what Tony was sharing was that he said some people can't seem to turn their concerns off. And that's what overthinking seems to do. It seems to cloud our vision, cloud our movement and keep us from really reaching or taking action to move forward because we have so many concerns, so many roadblocks in our way. 
So in order to really kind of hone in on why we overthink, Tony gave us a great synopsis of why we do that. He said, before we can learn how to stop overthinking, we must first understand or address the question, why do we overthink? Often overthinking is a byproduct of anxiety or depression. If this is the case, you may need to treat your anxiety or depression to reduce overthinking. You may find that overthinking only materializes when you need to make a tough life decision or dealing with your insecurities. If overthinking is not a symptom of a deeper emotional issue, it can often be addressed by changing thoughts and mindsets. And when I read that, I thought about myself and I was thinking that, you know, I don't really suffer from anxiety or have had bouts of depression or much bouts of depression in my life. It was really more for me having to change my own thoughts, changing my thoughts in a sense that what did I have to be afraid of? What was it that I was trying to protect myself from? And the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I had to ask myself, Markeith, what is it that you have to lose? What is it that is keeping you from really taking action and from really putting yourself out there to realize your best life. And I do know that some people do suffer from anxiety and some people do have major bouts of depression. And so overthinking a lot of times can be connected to those things. But when I was reading that, I was like, you know, depression wasn't really it and I really don't suffer from anxiety. But I did find myself thinking about what others thought. And so it was a confidence thing early on that caused me to overthink, you know, me always thinking about, well, what will so-and-so say? What will so-and-so think? And it wasn't until maybe my early 30s where I got to the point where I had to stop being so concerned about what others thought and what they would say and what they would think and started asking myself, well, what is it that you want, Markeith? What is it that you want to see happen in your life? What is it that you want to realize in your life? What is it that you truly dream of? And without taking action, you know that you won't be able to achieve it. And so the more and more I began to question myself, the more and more I began to introspectively look within to identify what was holding me back, the more and more I realized that I was living my life based on what others thought and not living my life and taking action based on what I really felt. And so I really went through a journey through my uh, mid-30s, late-30s to get to the point where I am today where I take action, I move forward, and I don't overthink as much as I used to because I realized that it held me back a great deal over the years. And so Tony gives us some tips on how to stop overthinking and how to really overcome some of those fears and deal with some of those anxieties that we might have. So tip number one, Tony says, is that manage your story. We are all telling ourselves stories. The question is, does your story empower you or hold you back, Tony says. The stories we'll tell ourselves about or the stories we tell ourselves about who we are impact every aspect of our lives. 
Overthinkers may tell themselves, I've always been a worrier, or I'm just naturally more anxious than everyone else. These are stories that hold you back and can especially be hard to change if you never ask yourself, why do I overthink? And I was just sharing about that, right? I had to ask myself, why do I overthink? Why am I so concerned about what other people think about the actions or the things that I want to do? Why am I so concerned about stepping out and shining and sharing my value and sharing my talents and my gifts? Tony says, to overcome your limiting beliefs, you need to first identify them. Then you can catch yourself when you start telling yourself these negative stories and replace them with positive ones like, I am in charge of my emotions. There's even scripture that talks about how you should capture those thoughts and you set them aside or you throw them away. Because what we want to do is we want to capture those thoughts immediately and deal with it at the forefront of the thought. Tip number two Tony shares is let go of the past. Wow, this is a good one. He says overthinkers often focus on the past expending energy on what ifs and should haves. Have you ever been there? What ifs and should haves. Those who understand how to stop overthinking know that the past is just that. It can't be changed. The only thing you can change is the meaning you give to it. Letting go of the past means you don't let your mistakes control your future decisions and you don't let bad things that have been done to you control your emotions. This was so good. You know, people ask me a lot of times, Marquis, do you have any regrets? And I always share with people that I don't particularly have regrets, but I do have reminders. Let me say that again. I don't particularly have regrets, but I have reminders. And, and those reminders help me to see where I was and where I am today. Those reminders help me to not revisit certain situations again. Those reminders help me to have a more discerning spirit regarding people who I know may not mean the best for me. So you have to let go of the past. You can't let the past control you. You can't let the past dictate to you where you're going and who you are, your past actually should help to illuminate the possibility for your life. Your past should help you to see greater for your life than to keep you held in bondage to your past. So you got to let go of the past. And then you also have to do this, forgive yourself and to forgive others. That's so important. Forgive yourself and forgive others so that you can move forward. When you do that, you're beginning to really deal with the struggle of overthinking. Tip number three, live in the moment. Tony says living in the moment is key to learning how to stop overthinking. Most people can't just flip a switch and live in the moment, or can they? You can take control of your mind and stop negative emotions in their tracks. Identify overthinking before it spirals out of control and take a minute to reset. Breathe and focus on the moment. What are you hearing and seeing? Just the other day, I posted a post on my social media talking about blossom where planted. 
And when I think about blossoming where you're planted, it is talking about living in the moment. Look at what's positive about your situation. Look at what's working about your situation. Look at what is moving forward in your situation and live in the moment. Be grateful for where you are and for what you have. It will take conscious, intentional effort to live in the moment. Sometimes you have to take time out to meditate. Sometimes you have to take time out to pray. Sometimes you have to take time out just to be with yourself and not with all of the chaos and the commotion that might be going on around you. But learn how to take time out to live at the moment and get out of your head, get out of those thoughts of limiting belief and retrain your brain to live in the moment. And you'll find that over time, it will come naturally. Tip number four, take control of your emotions. Let me say that again. Take control of your emotions. Tony says that living in the moment doesn't mean you should bear your negative emotions, but to master your emotions, you need to acknowledge them and identify the root causes. When you're feeling anxious, dig deeper. It's often about facing your larger fears, such as not feeling in control of your life or not progressing in a way you'd like to be. And I like when Tony says that we have to master our emotions and identify the root cause by acknowledging it. I'll never forget a quote I learned many years ago, and I believe it was from Bishop T.D. Jakes, and he says that you cannot confront what you're unwilling to identify, and you can't identify what you're unwilling to confront. And basically, that is what Tony is saying, is that we've got to acknowledge the fact that we are anxious, acknowledge the fact that we may be depressed, acknowledge the fact that we are overthinking to be able to deal with the problem, to be able to handle the situation and not go too deep, too far, but to capture it immediately. So take control of our your emotions. We are emotional people. We are people who have emotions for a purpose, but we get to take control over that. We get to be in authority over our emotions. Tip number five, focus on solutions. Be solution-oriented. Tony says that identify your problems, but give your power and energy to solutions. You've identified the real reasons your stress and anxiety exist, but your work isn't done. The only way to learn how to stop overthinking for good is to take charge of your life. Take charge of your life. If your overthinking is caused by stress at work, rethink your career path. Listen to that. If your overthinking is caused by stress at work, Perhaps you need to rethink your career path. Perhaps you need to become an entrepreneur like me and begin to create the life that you create, crave. Excuse me. If you're not where you want to be in life, set goals for yourself so that you can get there. If you feel like life is out of your control, make a decision today to get back behind the wheel. That's something that I did about 
five years ago after being laid off my job as the corporate compliance officer of a major health center here in Nashville. And when I thought about what my next step was going to be, I decided to get behind the wheel and to direct my life. I decided to be the captain of my fate and the master of my soul. I decided to bet on myself. I decided to make things happen for me. It hadn't been easy. It's been a challenge. It's been a struggle. It's been uh, requiring uh, some level of, of debt that I would not like to take up on. But every step of the way, I'm realizing how to create a better me, a better life, and better opportunity for myself. These are big moves that you have to make, and it does take a lot of faith. However, remember this. No one controls your reality but you. You control your reality. You can create an extraordinary life. Focus on solutions. Tip number six, know the difference between fear and intuition. Now, this was a really good one because I've never really heard it said that way. Know the difference between fear and intuition. Tony says that overthinkers may have trouble distinguishing between the fear of making a mistake, which leads to overthinking to the point where they make no decision and deep feeling that something is wrong. And so if you recall at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about my fear of what people would think, what people would have to say. Well, really, what I needed to really begin to understand was the difference between fear and intuition. Knowing if fear, this is what Tony says, knowing if fear or intuition is guiding your behavior will help get you out of your head and take the necessary steps. By connecting to your body, taking a few deep breaths, and really feeling what it would be like to make a decision you can decipher whether fear or intuition are in play and how to best move forward. We don't want to be controlled by fear. I believe it was Joyce Meyer who said, feel the fear, but do it anyway. Our intuition is there to kind of help guide us in taking the right steps forward. But fear is there to keep you from taking steps at all, to keep you from making a decision at all. So we don't want to operate in fear because that fear is what enables the overthinking. That fear is what fuels the overthinking. And so we want to dismiss the fear. We want to acknowledge it, of course, but we want to dismiss the fear. And we really want to really allow our intuition to help us to make those next moves forward and to take those next steps. Tip number seven. Ask yourself the right questions. This is the last tip, but a quality one that I think is so important. We don't really take the time out, or many of us, let me say that, many of us don't take the time out to ask ourselves the right questions, to really dig deep and do some introspective work. Here's what Tony says. He says, asking yourself the wrong questions, including why do I overthink over and over, won't help you identify what's really going on in your thoughts or your life. They'll only facilitate more overthinking. 
Focus on solution-oriented questions that are proactive rather than those that trigger rumination. Instead of asking, why do all my relationships turn sour? Ask, what energy am I projecting that attracts negative partners? (laughs) That's good right there. What energy are you projecting that is attracting, because you're a magnet, your thoughts are magnets. The words that we speak are magnets that are attracting the experiences that you're experiencing. He says, when you ask questions that allow you to make changes to your own behavior and move forward in a healthier manner, you can reduce overthinking and improve your life. And so we want to ask ourselves the right questions. What am I projecting? What is it that I'm speaking on a regular basis that's causing me to experience or to attract to me the energy that I'm experiencing? When you really take full responsibility for your thoughts, for your words, for your actions, for your behavior, you really begin to fully understand that it's all energy. It's energy that is attracting to you sometimes what we don't want to experience. There's that law of attraction, right? The universe doesn't hear what you don't want. It just continuously hears the thing that you're focused on. But when we begin to focus our attention on the solution, that's what we want to attract. Seven tips on how to stop overthinking. Let's review those once again. Number one, tip number one, manage your story. Manage the story that you're telling yourself. Tip number two, let go of the past. Be reminded of the past, but you got to let go of the past. Live in a moment. Have a little fun. Let go. Don't be so hard on yourself. Take control of your emotions. Yes, we are emotional beings, but you get to have authority over your emotions. Focus on solutions. Be solution-oriented. Focus on solving the problem, not rehearsing the problem. Number six, know the difference between fear and intuition. Don't let fear control you. Don't let fear handcuff you, but allow your intuition to give you insight on how to move forward. And number seven, ask yourself the right questions. Do that introspective work and allow those questions to be the fuel that you need to change your mindset, change your perspective, change your language so that your behavior will follow suit. Once you discover how to stop overthinking and live in the moment, you'll be happier, more rested, and have a positive influence on those around you. Always remember that life happens for you, not to you. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and these tips that I shared from an article that I read written by Tony Robbins. It's an article that was helpful to me just as a refresher, a reminder to get out of my head and to get doing the things that I know that I'm supposed to do. I know I have days just like many others where I'm thinking to myself over and over again, can I do this? Or should I do this? Or is this for me? Or am I worthy? Well, I got to capture those thoughts and I got to set them aside and begin to become solution oriented began to focus on not the problem, but the solution, began to really 
to take control of my emotions and not allow fear to control my actions. Hope you have a great rest of the week and that this episode is something that you glean something from that you can take and use in your life each and every day. I'm always thankful for you taking the time out to listen to the podcast each and every week. Don't forget to go to iTunes or where you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. I love to hear your thoughts on each episode and also for you to share with me either via email or in your comments when you leave a review on episodes that you would like for me to cover. I would like to leave you with this today, which is one of my favorite quotes by the late Dr. Miles Monroe. He says that the greatest tragedy in life is a life without purpose, life that simply has no direction. Moreover, life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. You have an assignment to fulfill in your life, and I believe it is my purpose to help you to fulfill that assignment by encouraging you and helping you to transform your mindset around what it is that you're called to do so that you can go do it and do it successfully. Have a great rest of the day and week, and we'll be right back here next Wednesday with another episode of Maximize Your Brand with Marquise Brayton. (laughs) 